0: On today's episode of Infinity Sports, we're going to discuss whether or not the salary cap would be good for baseball. Seems to work for all the other sports. We'll talk about why it will when we get back after this intro. Welcome to Infinity Sports. I'm Wayne G. I am joined by Nick Paquin. What's going on, Nick? What's up, guys? And Dan Sully Sullivan. What's going on, Sully?
1: Hey, yo, what's poppin'?
0: If you follow to the end of the video, which we hope that you do, we'll tell you how to get in touch with us and leave us messages and possibly get your comments put up on the show. But we do want to jump right into things. Make sure you like and subscribe before you go any further. Do it now. All right, so when it comes to salary caps, every sport has one except for baseball, which has the luxury tax, and they claim it's kind of a salary cap, but it's nothing like a salary cap. And I just think that baseball needs a salary cap. They don't have to go as far as, you know, non-guaranteed contracts like the NFL, although that would be the best system. The players would never go for that. So you let them keep their guaranteed salaries and you just have a salary cap. For example, this year, the average salary per team is one hundred and sixteen million dollars. So you make the salary cap one hundred and sixteen million dollars with a ninety five million dollar floor. And then, boom, we've got more parity and more competition throughout the league.
2: So you force teams that aren't going to spend and don't have the revenue to spend, to spend money. Correct. I, yeah. Um, well, so not only would the players never go for that because it caps their obviously annual salaries, uh, but the owners are never going to go for that either. Um, I think the luxury. So here's my thing with baseball, right? Like it doesn't need a salary cap. I think a salary cap for baseball is stupid. I think the luxury tax is a great idea. One, I also think it's, it's it's a form of a, a salary cap because it's literally called a soft cap. Um, I think the issue with baseball is teams that exceed that luxury cap threshold, the penalties need to be harsher, A, and that those the, the money that comes from the penalization for those luxury cap, I guess, violators should go to teams in the bottom of the pool. That's my take. That's That That would be how you would create more parity. But you're never going to get some owner in Cincinnati or no offense, Sully, or in Tampa that, bring can't, up. Yeah. that can't get fans to show up. You're never going to get that owner to spend money. It's just not going to happen.
1: Well, ours doesn't really have much to do with revenue. We make money. We have a great TV deal um, because we, we're we actually, in as, as watch TV networks, I think we're third rated in, in watch baseball. Um, it's just we we can't get anybody to go to the game. But still, our TV deals are great. But we just have an owner that won't spend money because the profits are bigger if you don't spend money. And then yet you still are able to make a winning team like the Tampa Bay Rays have shown us is, is very successful. Um, you can spend, you know, less than $100 million, less than $70 million and make the playoffs and make the World Series. Uh, the only issue being, I think, that it does, I think, limit the parity, um, which – which I do have a slight issue with. Um, I, I think that you shouldn't salary cap, but I do think we should have a salary floor. Um, I do think teams should be forced to spend an amount. Um, I don't think 95 is anywhere near that amount that the raise for one, I don't think could afford ninety-five million a year. Even if they could, you would never find an owner who who will forcibly spend ninety-five million dollars a year. But I think fifties a, a decent number, even sixties a fair enough number. I think to where it'll afford. because you got teams this year with like a twenty-nine million dollar payroll and stuff, and it's like, you know, like like you just like can't have that. <laughs> like I mean, that just doesn't work. So I, I mean, I'd be more in favor with a salary floor and then you know working on some revenue share, obviously. Because um, players would get that cut as part of, you know, a salary, you know, capping their salary. Then players get revenue shares and things like that. Um, and maybe instead of revenue shares or maybe in four revenue shares, you could do the, the tax thing that you were talking about. I actually think that's a great kind of little idea that the teams that do violate the luxury tax, that money goes to the bottom floor teams. That's actually not a terrible idea. I mean, it saved us from, you know, as a Rays fan, you know, we had to trade Blake Snell this offseason simply because we knew we couldn't afford him. You know, we didn't we knew we couldn't we didn't want to pay him 20 million dollars a year or 25 in excess of what he was asking. So we trade him and we've done this consistently over the years. And I I mean, it's frustrating to see. So I'd, I'd be all in favor for a salary floor force you to keep a couple stars.
0: So I like the floor and the cap, and I think where Nick's wrong, and I think that you have kind of a similar feel for a lot of people, who that that people think that the players would oppose to this because they wouldn't make as much money. When the reality is, with a salary cap and a salary floor, the players make more money or the same. It doesn't really it plays. It just you can't no get right it from about the same. You, you just can't get it from the team that you want. So instead of the Yankees having eight guys making thirty million dollars, they can only have two, and those other five guys they could still get thirty million dollars, but they have to go to other teams. And so I think that's the only difference. I mean, you're still going to get paid what you get paid. It's not going to limit your salary at all. But you struck the nail on the head where the owners will not do this. And the reason the owners won't do this is because the only way that it works, like you said, some teams can't afford it. Pirates, right? You know, uh, Baltimore. But the reason it works is because you have to look at the NFL as a model. The NFL is the most communist-run sports league. And baseball is the most capitalist run sports league. And if you want to have a wildly successful parody driven league, you have to have a communist mindset. And that is all the money that goes into the league gets equally distributed among each team. So if the Yankees bring in $30 billion, they have to distribute it to the pirates and the rays and the Orioles and Every team makes the exact same amount, bar none. No private TV deals, no private soft drink deals. Everyone takes the same amount from the pool. That way everyone has the same cap, and that way every team can spend the same amount of money, and every team can make the same amount of money.
2: But the NFL negotiates the TV rights and the TV contracts on behalf of the league. In baseball, it doesn't work like that. I mean, right. people talk about like the Dodgers owners, and I, the Dodgers are basically, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. It's what's prompting. Part of this conversation with us the whole trevor bauer thing and the way that the dodgers payroll is but the reality of the situation is the dodgers were on the verge of bankruptcy under frank mccourt who literally bought the team for a lien that he had on a parking lot and guggenheim partners came in they scooped up the team from him for like 300 and something basically bought the dodgers for debt and then turned around and signed a 3.2 billion dollar tv contract because they had the rights with Fox to do that. Now you can be living in Los Angeles and get blacked out on Dodgers games. But, I mean, me living in North Carolina, I can watch any Dodgers game I want. So it's like, I, I mean, that's the thing, though. The league in the NFL runs the TV game. It's team to team in, in Major League Baseball.
1: I don't know. I, I get that it's – but what he's saying is, is don't make it team to team. He's saying as part of the new CBA, everything would get split equally. And – I don't know. It's, that can't be true. Like, how is then the Dallas Cowboys franchise? Oh, because they can license their own products and, get yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then yeah. Okay, so then the Yankees would never fall off. I don't see – I mean, I personally would go for it, I think, if I'm an owner, especially if I'm one of these lower-tier owners. But, I mean, like you've got teams like, like Trevor Bauer just got signed for, what was it, 45 mil a year or something like that?
2: It's like 42 for year one.
1: That, that's more than three teams pay their entire payroll.
2: But is that Clearly, Trevor Bauer's fault? No, well, of course not.
1: not. I'm not blaming Trevor Bauer. Get your 42 mil. But another team should be forced to be competitive, in my opinion. Like, like uh, for example, a soccer model. If a team's not competitive, they're dropped out of the top man, premier league. In 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 baseball, like, not, there's no repercussion. It's just you're a bad team. Okay, you, the owners will keep collecting money in their pockets, and then your team's just consistently bad, and 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 not even consistently bad, but just underpay. And like like the Cleveland Indians are paying their payroll. I think it's like 38 mil. It's like, dude, that's unacceptable. Like. Like you've got to be forced to to do something and 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 to put a, a winnable club out there like like everybody's seen the movie Major League like that shit really happens like it really does and and you just like you just can't have that shit in professional sports in my opinion.
2: But well, there's a justification though. There's a justification to do it, and that justification is to the point you brought up earlier, Sully, which is look at the Rays model. They can operate under a 50 million dollar payroll because they have a robust farm system and that's the way that baseball works i mean people want to bash the dodgers but out of their what is it like 25 man roster they have like 16 homegrown players right like their highest wage earners put bauer aside put monkey Betts aside for a minute but like clayton kershaw makes 36 million dollars this year he came through the farm system kenley jansen makes 23 million dollars this year he came through the farm system cody bellinger Corey seager like these guys are coming through the system and that's big in baseball and you don't need a huge budget to do it you need a huge budget to keep those guys as the dodgers are showing but you don't need a huge budget to do it as the rays are showing
0: well and i think the problem is the reason i want to see more parity is to sully's point like yes his team is competitive and competes for a world series every four years and then sells off all the young players right
2: i don't know if it's every four years oh Pretty
1: sure we we made the playoffs. We're uh, just put it this way: since 2010, name another name the winningest franchise other than the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know the Yankees and the Dodgers. That's it. We're the third winningest franchise in baseball in the last ten years.
2: But that hurts your argument for the salary cap, right? No, no, I I
1: agree. I'm just saying, but just because we're the model, like, does it like we're the only team (laughs) that's that's got a payroll under a hundred mil that ever competes? Like, let's be real.
2: Well, Oakland did it. But in, Oakland still does it to an extent. Uh, Money Moneyball came out of Oakland, right? We all see the No it did. No, it definitely yeah. did.
0: what was the last year that they were in the World Series? 1988?
2: 1990? Something like that? Mm, were they?
0: Yeah, I think, I that's think like, it was, was a long time. Yeah, oh, Jose like a Jose was Jose was last time they were in the World I mean, Series. I
1: think I think more to the point is outside of the Rays and and ugh, I can't even think. Maybe the White Sox the year they they had their miracle run name another team that didn't have like a top 10 payroll or top five payroll that that won the world series. And, and like, I think that's the issue. I think it's, it's just consistently, you're seeing these teams that spend the most because they can get the best players win the most games. And I mean, at some point it's gotta be, it's gotta come down to not just essentially luck of developing your players. Right.
0: And I think it also spreads the, like said, not only does it spread the talent out in terms of the top end talent, it spreads out the farm talent as well. Because if you're one of these teams that needs to hit that salary floor, you got to go get a $30 million guy. How are you going to do it? you got to trade away some of your farm system. So now some of those farm players go to the big money team. The big money team sends the big money player to you. It evenly spreads out all the farm systems and evenly spreads out all the big money players. And so that way you have parity year after year after year. You could end up with an NFL-type situation where you might go 102 and 60 one year, and then the next year go 60 in 102
2: just because there's so much parity. But the problem with baseball, too, is <laughs> the players' salaries. It's a huge problem in baseball you have relievers that are going and signing one year deals for 10 15 million dollars these are guys that throw one inning one inning maybe every other game like the salary situation in baseball is like it i mean it's it's kind of it, it's kind of crazy that being said i feel like of all four major sports in this country baseball has their shit together the best and as far as parity with the players union and parity with the owners i think it's just a it's just a simple thing that. The owners for the smaller markets that go and buy a baseball team, they run them like businesses. They just want to generate as much much revenue off those acquisitions and off those teams as they possibly can. They're not worried about because there's no pressure. There's no fan pressure for them to build a winner in Kansas City. There's no fan pressure for anybody to build a winner over in Milwaukee even, right? And they get a solid squad.
1: I agree. I mean, there is no fan pressure. But, I mean – my issue is, is seeing also all every other major sport league has a salary cap and it works effectively and it and it does its job. And then baseball is the outlier here. And then consistently you see these same names over and over and over and over just winning. And, and I, I don't know. I feel like that like, – like Wayne says, I think that almost limits – the popularity and I think one of the reasons baseball is kind of dying is because you're not going to get new fans in Milwaukee because they're never going to win. You're not going to get new fans in Cincinnati. They're never going to win. Like, so, so baseball's dying in places that aren't New York and and Boston and LA because they don't have the hype of these winning teams.
2: Yeah. And I think that's,
0: it gives teams a chance, and I think to the point that when, Nick, you said that you know the problem with Major League Baseball right now and doing this is that the players' salaries are out of control. Of the four major sports, baseball players make the least amount of money.
2: Not guaranteed money. That's absolutely false.
0: Well, they make 40% of revenue while every other sport makes 50 minimum.
2: Okay, but we're going – I mean if the players don't care about what percentage of revenue they're making. You're going to tell me how many guys in the NFL make more money than Kershaw this year? How many guys in the NFL make more money than Kershaw? How many guys in the NBA make more money than Kershaw? Yeah, I don't, maybe the top uh, 10 guys. Yeah, if that. And Clayton Kershaw's maybe, maybe is maybe the high. third best guy, maybe the third best pitcher in the Dodgers rotation.
0: Okay. Well, I'm looking here to see where's Clayton Kershaw is the 12th highest paid player in Major League Baseball. So you can only name 11 guys in Major League Baseball that make more than him. So forget the other sports. That's the same number as in every other sport. I'm saying that in Major League Baseball, players make 40% of the revenue. In every other sport, they get at least 50%. So basically, they are the lowest paid. I know your superstars are going to get $35, 40000000 and I know it's all guaranteed. But I think that it's – there's still the but least – But it's not. Paid.
2: It, it's not superstars that are just getting that money. Kenley Jansen's gonna make twenty-three million dollars. Is Kenley Jansen a superstar for the Los Angeles Dodgers? Joe Kelly's gonna make fourteen million this year as a reliever. Joe Kelly didn't even I don't even I think he had one postseason appearance for the I Dodgers think, last year.
1: I also think to your point, Wayne, you'd see a lot of NFL players take way less money if the entire contract was guaranteed, like baseball is. So you'd see a lot of these guys that are getting paid 35, 40 million now would take 25 or 30 to get it completely guaranteed for their contract. So I mean, that does play. I mean, that's an enormous factor in baseball. You could get hurt and never play a game and get all of your contract. So I I mean, that's, that's a massive sell for baseball still.
2: You know what July first is? Everybody knows what July first is if you know baseball. That's Bobby Bonilla day, baby. The Mets have been paying him for like forty years, and they're going to be paying him. I got the numbers right here. It looks like they're going to be paying him till a million dollar, two million dollars until twenty thirty five. They'll be paying Bobby Bonilla.
1: King Griffey Jr. gets paid. I think it's like five for the next like fifteen.
0: Yeah, Manny Ramirez has a similar deal like that. <laughs>
1: To your point, we talked about Jacoby Ellsbury or Dustin Pedroia retiring. That guy was eating how much money of your of baseball yeah. cap, you know, to not even play baseball. I mean, uh, you know, to your point, with a cap, that doesn't happen. You know, to but be gu-
2: guaranteed, but but also with gar- without guaranteed contracts, that doesn't happen either, right? Like if if you if if you gave clauses to void contracts, and obviously the players' union in baseball would never go for this. Well, no but, but i mean if you, if you have a salary cap you're
1: not gonna guarantee contracts won't be a thing anymore if you have a salary cap in my opinion
2: well but and the
1: shall, yeah i guess that's true the players union yeah, probably would never go for that i mean in reality neither of these two sides are ever going to come together on this agreement um, that's why, truthfully, I just think we look to, need to look for solutions like a salary cap floor or, like you said, the money gets rotated down to the bottom teams or something like that, because I don't think a hard cap will ever work in baseball. I, I would love to see it just for the parity sake, but I truthfully don't ever think it'll happen.
0: Well, and that's the funniest thing. is People are always saying, what can we do to improve baseball? What can we do to make baseball better, get more fans, get the younger crowd, have more parity? You'll get more fans. You know, But the problem is Major League Baseball doesn't care about the fans and the players don't care about parity. They only care about money. Right. And and they don't, they don't even realize that they could make more money essentially by doing this way. So, I mean, well, if I go to the Yankees, they can only afford to give me 22 million, but if I go to the brewers, they can give me 30, you know, I mean, it it, the brewers have to spend that money.
2: Well, baseball's got it all wrong too, because I mean, they're trying to approach it like to your point, Wayne, how do we get more fans involved this and that? How do we get more of an urban vibe? Right. So we're going to go appoint Ken Griffey Jr. Now it's like an ambassador. So like, urban communities i mean that's the equivalent of like you know michael scott when he goes and asks daryl in the warehouse if he's ever been in a gang that's basically basically what major league baseball is doing with ken griffey jr at this point because they think oh if we can tap into the urban market we can generate more interest with like a younger crowd but that's not it like that's not what's going to do it to your point wayne what's going to do it is if you have more parity throughout the league because now you have a spread out you don't have such a consolidation of superstars in the major markets Right. Like those superstars are spread out to my, you know, we talked about this with the NBA to some extent, but, um, you know, that brings that puts fans in seats that gives kids somebody to look up to in those markets and especially the markets where there's only like one professional team or a few professional sports teams.
1: I mean, I agree and that. I mean, that's to my that's what I was saying. I mean, these kids in Milwaukee, you're never going to get kids growing up Milwaukee fans, it's going to be tough because they're never going to win. And you're never going to like, you know, and to be fair, a lot of kids root for teams that are winning. Like, let's be fair, especially if they're, you know, their hometown team, they're going to root for the team that's winning and things like that. So I would love to see it because I do think that would make younger fans, younger fans be attracted more to baseball. You know, I mean, the great line to bring Moneyball up again is, you know, is, you know, how can you not be romantic about baseball? And the truth of the matter is, The younger generation isn't a very romantic generation in in like the truest sense of the word not just you know with with their opposite sex or anything but how can you not be and it's it's such a beautiful sport and it's such a nostalgic sport that it's tough for young kids to get into but at the same time i i mean the only way to do that is to get these teams to win and the only way to do that is to embrace a floor in my opinion
0: And I think that the movie quote that I think of is in comparison to the leagues is from days of thunder with Tom Cruise. Right. And he says he wanted to go to Indianapolis. He said, but the only way to win in Indianapolis is with a great car. And my name is not Unser or Andretti. So I figured I'd go to stock car because stock car is a stock car. Right. And I think that the NFL is stock car racing and major league baseball is F1, you know? So it's like, you got the top three teams and that's it. If you're not one of them, you know, get screwed. But like, you know, the NFL, I think got the right model. And I don't know, how long they've had it for. Obviously the NFL has had a couple of strikes and they've managed to come through it, but I, I don't know what baseball needs to do. I, I don't think the owners want it because like you said, it would require the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Dodgers paying the lower teams to pay their players. And the players wouldn't want it. I think one, because they've been sold a bag of lies that it means they would get paid less, even though they wouldn't. And two, because they don't care about parody. Yeah.
2: And that's a but I don't think NFL, I don't really think any sport cares about parody. I mean, we talked about super teams I, I i don't think that as as a whole many athletes in many sports care about parity i just don't I, I i don't i don't personally feel that way i think i think when you have i think the guys who you want to see parity are the guys who want to go out there and they want to beat the best competition the Kobe Bryants, the Michael Jordans of the world, guys like that. I don't think I, I don't think the average player, I think they want to get paid. And I know we've been glorifying or you've been glorifying the NFL model, but I think it's a sham model. And if you ask the if you ask the players in the NFL, I mean you have things like what was his name? McNair, Bob McNair, the owner for the for, for the Texans referring, oh we, we don't want the inmates running the prison. Like things like that. That's how the owners look at the NFL players. You think baseball wants that? That's how all owners look at all of their
0: employees. All of
1: their employees, to be fair, yeah. I mean, (laughs) he just shouldn't have said it aloud. Uh, But uh, I don't know. I think the NFL does have them all. I think the NFL loves parity. I mean, if you look back at some of these NFL storylines that match up, like New Orleans coming back to the Superdome right after Katrina and winning the Super Bowl, and then um, uh, – Tim, what was it? Oh, the Patriots, you know, after the uh, Boston Marathon bombing and, and all these things like the parody that lines up with the NFL is wild. And I think they love it. Like, I personally think that I don't think any player personally cares about parody. But I do think the league loves parody personally because it makes them more money. Um I, I don't know. I think in the NFL model, at least in the MLB, I don't know if they like it because they want the Yankees and the Dodgers in the world series. That's what they want. They don't want the Rays in the world series at all. Right. So, I, I mean, I don't know if they, I think the NFL, you know, it's different because they're not, I mean, they're sharing everything.
0: And I think yeah. NFL fans like parody as well. I think that's one of the reasons that people hate the Patriots so much is because they've kind of defied parody in a league that has, been surprised. So like every other team in the league has ups and downs except for them they only have ups you know i mean well, they except this it's this year they yeah <laughs> um, but you know i mean the thing that's why they hate it and i think that you know it really is i mean parody is the best solution to creating a more valuable league and you say that you know players don't care about parody in any league but i think they do, and I think that the ones who care about it the most are the ones who keep getting beat by the big market teams, because I look at, like, I play in a basketball league. I, know, I don't want to compare men's basketball league, but, but still, I play in a basketball league. If I see nine teams ahead of me that are all adding superstar players and my team doesn't have one, I'm like, well, why don't I get a superstar player, too, so that I can at least compete with these guys? So the teams do want parity because they want to be able to compete in theory the players want to be able to compete the the owners like you said in tampa bay's case they don't care if they compete if they can put a 30 million dollar product out there and make 500 million they don't give a crap yeah. but you know it's all about money but the players do want to compete no player wants to go out there and think i'm not going to be able to beat the yankees this year but here i am
2: but baseball is such a game of of fine fine lines and like inches really um i mean like Any team can come out of nowhere at any given time. I mean, we talk about the Rays. We talk about the White Sox. We talk about Oakland. I mean, Houston. I mean, even though they're banging on trash cans all the way to the World Series, they still came out of relatively nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, there's still that aspect. They've got the third highest payroll in baseball.
1: They didn't at the time. They didn't at the time, though. Everyone they brought up was a homegrown talent, to be fair. Well, Uh, but then they went out
0: and they got Verlander and they got, you know, Grinke. No,
1: I agree. They did add it uh, after a certain – after they – became a relevant team, but that's the way you, I mean, that's honestly the way most franchises should follow the model. The only issues the Rays don't and other franchises don't is you get three or four good homegrown guys. Then you pay them their money. Then you get two or three more good free agents. You pay them their money. And now you got a, a giant great team. Um, the issue being, most teams will refuse to do that. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't know. I, again, I, I think it's just a, a conversation that's going in circles. So, and
2: but the but but the issue too with baseball and like we've talked about parity and I, I I still I I think parity is something that gets talked about in like forums like this and people say, oh well, baseball's not fair because it's. You know you got the teams in the big markets but the reality of the situation is baseball sucks at marketing its superstars they're terrible at it every other major league is great at marketing their superstars i mean outside the nhl because no one watches that but like you know the baseball they have a lot of like they don't market around a guy like mookie betts they don't market around a guy like mike trout who's literally a, a generational talent in the game right now they're just terrible at it and i think the fact that they don't market around their superstars causes disinterest amongst general population, especially like the new wave of fandom, right? Like, I think that's the biggest issue in baseball
1: right now. I don't disagree with that because they're the worst. I mean, especially for a team that, like, to be fair, like, you know, NBA, I think does well because you can see their face. You know, everything's right there, especially, you know, and quarterbacks. You know, that's the thing because they're always on camera. But otherwise, it's up to the NFL player, really. But uh, baseball does a miserable job. You should see Mike Trout on every billboard, every commercial, everything. And you just don't. You should see Mookie. You should see Clayton Kershaw everywhere. And then, I mean, you just don't see these guys. And, and I mean, even down here in Tampa, we don't, like, none of these guys are on any commercials or doing anything. Like, like there's no local stuff. So, and meanwhile, you know, you see Tampa Bay fucking commercials and Tom Brady commercials every two yep. minutes. Yep. So I, I actually agree with that a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I do as well. I think marketing is their biggest flaw. I, I think because what what Roger Goodell and Adam Silver do better than anybody is put their finger in the wind to see what the fans want and then give it to them. And Major League Baseball doesn't. Just, and I think, they die. The I mean, I, the best example I can think of is a few years ago, Yasiel Puig. Remember he came up and he was just lighting the world on fire. Yeah. I said, like, "Oh, let's put Yasiel Puig in the home run derby. Not even in the All Star game. Let's put him in the home run derby." And Major League Baseball said, "No, he hasn't played enough games yet." I'm like, "But then people will watch it if he's in it." Like, what is the matter with right.
1: you? No sense. Right. I mean, it's, they're just purists in their old time because their games from ot forty. So they don't, you know, they don't, they don't. We've talked about it with the Hall of Fame conversation. You know, it's part of the issue with that the the history that they think in the the smugness of their game is the reason they won't change.
2: But if you, but you look at it even like locally to me, right? Like you look at like the Charlotte Hornets and they've done a great job at marketing LaMelo. You can't even put fans in seats, but I can't wait to go see LaMelo play in person. Like baseball doesn't do that even in their best markets. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously like those top markets are going to draw fans. I mean, the Dodgers are, if they're not the top attended team every single year, they're like top three. Right. So like the reality is like, if you start marketing, though, some of those some of those top talents, like a guy like Christian Yelich, for example, mm-hmm. over in over in Milwaukee for the Brewers, you know, if you market around that guy, you market around Trout. I mean, the Angels can't even sell out their stadium. I mean, and they, they have, have the,
1: the, generational base. They have the greatest baseball player of all time, and they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they
2: there's a there's a take. They, you can't
1: know? Even, they can't even fill the seats. I, I mean, I agree, and th- like you guys have said, it's it's a marketing problem to the core. You know, it's something that, you know, obviously you would think they would address because I think, I mean, it's plain and obvious, you would think, but obviously they're not seeing it.
2: But the other thing, too, that we that that I think the baseball, baseball took a heavy beating for the steroid era. And that era was highly respected, highly viewed. Uh, I mean, stadiums were packed, sold out. People were watching playoff baseball all the time at that point. And baseball took a hit with with all the scandals surrounding all that and i think that they're a little bit shell-shocked from it still and Uh it's funny to me because you look at like modern nfl players like guys like dk metcalf and all that i mean guys in the nfl they're still being tested through urine baseball is the only sport to my knowledge at least that tests through blood it's like you can you can use hgh and not pee dirty urine you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you can't look at some of these NFL players and think, okay, yeah, like a guy like D.K. That's Nick, natural. Yeah, that's exactly. Natural. You know like, what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any no sense. Way. Just let baseball players juice. Yep. I just agree. Let them, stop blood testing them. Yep. I mean, the balls are – so So what baseball did was they took the steroids or they took the juice out of the players and they put them into the baseballs, allegedly, yep. right? Like, they messed with the cork and the refinement of the baseball. So now you have home run numbers and strikeout numbers that are that are crazy. So it's just like – Let's put the juice back in the players. That's my take on it. Then you get fans and seeds.
1: I mean that they essentially they've. They, I'm glad you. They've whittled the game down to it's either a strikeout, a pop fly, or a home run. Uh, there's yep. really not a ton of like slap hit, like gapping in baseball anymore. So, like the guy who's hitting, you know, three ten with like a you know three eighty slugging just doesn't exist anymore. Um, right. So, I, I mean. It's it's a whole mess. Thank God I'm a I'm a purist and I love baseball because if I didn't, it'd be tough to watch this game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's our take on the salary cap. What do you think about the salary cap? Do you think it should be higher? Do you think it should be lower? Should we have one at all? Let us know. You can reach out to us on social media. We are at Infinity Sports Podcast on Facebook, at Infinity Sports Podcast on Instagram, and at Sports Infinity 5 on Twitter. If you choose to listen to the show, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Make sure you click and subscribe. If you stuck with us, thank you so much. Click and subscribe. You know It helps us out tremendously.
1: We appreciate it. All the
2: love.
0: Nick, you want to throw it to Kenny?
2: Kenny, take us away.